0: Hey, it's Caitlin. Hey, it's Abigail. Welcome Welcome to to the Getzy Getzy Truth. Truth. We
1: believe that change is easier when you are not alone. Through practical advice, personal stories, and expert insights, we offer strategies, empowerment, and a supportive community for you to turn to for guidance and motivation on your journey to living your best life. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of The Gutsy Truth. This is our mini summer series. What? what? We're so excited. So, Caitlin and I, in between um, season two and three, decided we didn't want to leave you hanging for too long. So, came up with this little mini summer series for the month of June. This is 2023 for whatever you're listening to this. (laughs) Um, So, you know where we're at in life. But anyway, so this is The Gutsy Guide to Clean Eating, Empowering Your Health Journey. Who's excited? I'm so excited. Woohoo! Because if you've listened to any episode of Gutsy Truth, at some point you've heard us talk about food is medicine and all this great stuff and healthy swaps and everything. And so now we're just taking a deeper dive into all of it Mm because I'm sure a ton of you have had questions over these past few months about, you know, what we talk about and want more information. So we're really excited. So this is a four part mini series coming out every week of June. Um, And so today we're starting with rehauling your relationship with food. Ooh, yeah. We're starting with a really big topic here. So we're (laughs) going to go way deep down in your soul to start with (laughs) and then transfer over to fun food stuff. But um, yeah, this one's really exciting. We figured before we really go in depth about food and healthy swaps and all this, we had to start with the mindset of it first. Exactly. And so what better way to start with mindset than um, really just taking an honest look about what is your current relationship with food? Mm-hmm. What what have you done over the past however many years of your life? Have you had a positive relationship food, with food and negative relationship? Do you punish yourself by working out a lot or restricting your calories? Um, so we kind of wanted to get you, you know, ask some, we're going to ask some questions, kind of get you in that mindset of what, you know, to really, take a look in the mirror and say, what is my relationship with food? And then help you through having a healthier relationship with your food.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So I guess the question for you all to think about right now is just what is your current relationship with food? Like, what does that look like? Or is it something that, you know, do you view food as medicine? Mm -hmm. Do you view food as like the last thing that you're thinking about on your daily basis. Like you're going through life and running from one thing to the next and you're like, oh, I should probably eat. Like Mm -hmm. is that your mindset? That used to be my mindset. Yeah me too.
1: (laughs) People are always like, How do you forget to eat? I'm like, I don't know, I'm just too busy. Well that's not good. (laughs) Right.
0: (laughs) Exactly.
1: Yeah. Um do you
0: have a consistent like rhythm to how you're eating? Mm -hmm. Is it like, is it you're eating three meals a day? Are you eating snacks all day? Mm-hmm. Um, are you, is there like weeks that you go eating really well and then, um, and then weeks where you're just like snacking all the time or do you travel a lot? Mm-hmm. And so does that make eating healthy difficult or, yeah. um, yeah, like where, where do you fall in that? Yeah. Cause I think that's a really good, we, got, we have to figure out where we are right now so we can move forward and identify. Change that we're looking to make.
1: Yes, absolutely. And to give you a little bit of background, so Caitlin and I are not perfect by any means. Not at all. (laughs) Let me tell you right now, both of us had very similar eating habits, I would say, before we completely overhauled our Mm -hmm. relationship with food. Um, We were definitely more in the um, calorie counting, calorie restricting. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to eat this salad because that's what's good for me and it's less calories. And then, you know, 20 minutes later, you're starving all the time, or then it's you have a really good day of eating followed by a really bad day of eating. And then you yo-yo back and forth right? and then your emotions go up and down with it. And so like your typical yo-yo up and downness is definitely where we were at. Mm-hmm. And what we've actually discovered through a lot of that in our, in our journeys is that that mindset and those um, patterns are actually like, physical reactions to what your blood sugar is doing to right. different imbalances in your body. And so your body is trying to give you signs and signals like, I need more nutrients. I need more this, or my blood sugar is crashing. Hence, that's why you want something sugary or sweet. And so, yeah, you've got to also get in tune with your body and that takes time. So don't think about like, you're not going to wake up tomorrow and be like, yay, I know what my body is telling me because right. it's taken us over two years to figure that out. And that's okay. That's what it should take. Um, and so, yeah, really, we just wanted to, like, start with this mindset of, like, where are – what's your current relationship? And maybe even think about, like, why do you think you have that current relationship with your food? Was mm-hmm. it something – with was it how food was modeled to you as a child? Was it what you saw? Is it what society – quote unquote fed you sorry for the pun there <laughs> but you know I mean Caitlin and I were our children of the 90s so growing up you know it was definitely the super skinny model era the low fat no cal no this diet craze low jeans you with the like low- the midriff showing oh Gosh. Like, those terrible fashions of the terrible 90s fashions <laughs> yeah and they're sadly coming back no no people low rise jeans are not a thing um, and so, yeah, sometimes you just have to unbreak those habits that you've learned your entire life and yeah. that's definitely hard and takes time. So you have to give yourself a lot of grace too in that process. Right. Yeah. So the, I think that's an important thing
0: about the thing to think about. So where, what was modeled to you in your childhood? Mm-hmm. Um, and was it, was, was food difficult for, you? you know, For your family to put on the table. So was, were there just limitations about what you could eat in general? Was Mm -hmm. was there scarcity? Mm -hmm. Um, was, were there rules about eating? Um, -hmm. did you have to like, were you told like you have to eat your vegetables and, or were vegetables even something that were presented to you as a child? Um, and just thinking about all those things, I think is just really important to understand why your relationship with food is the way it is today. Yeah. Um, and there's, there's no like I don't think anyone's ever going to have a perfect relationship with food. No. Um, I th- Food can be very emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, you can have a very emotional relationship with food. Um, it's Food is something that we use to celebrate points of life with, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it's something that we can also like cling to um, in mm-hmm. moments of grief sometimes, overeating, undereating, all that kind of stuff. Right. Um, so I think it's just really important just to reflect on all that. And thinking about society too and its impact on how you relate to food. I was actually thinking about this the other day because uh, my husband and I have been re-watching Gilmore Girls. Uh-huh. Love that show so much, but the relationship with food that they show Oh my gosh. Is like
1: so bad. So bad. So bad. Because all
0: Lorelei and Rory do is they eat out. They eat out and eat junk food. And they eat junk food and they look the way they look. Like, right. And they never show like actual like working out or like anything like that. Right. And I was like, as much as I love that show, I really hate how it portrays food. Right. Um, I, I think it's, uh, the I guess the one positive thing is that they always talk about like the, how they eat a lot of food, which I uh-huh. think can be like... It's right. not. It's not like restrictive they, eating. Restrictive eating. That's right. not what the, they're illustrating. But they're also not showing, um, like eating your fruits and vegetables, or right. you know, like all, all the good, the thing. good things <laughs> the about good things. food.
1: Right. It's literally like pizza and you know take Chinese out and, and yeah, yeah, milkshakes and pancakes, and then yeah, and then you look at them, and of course obviously there's, are just characters in a show, but when right. you watch it, I mean, how many seasons of Gilmore girls, seven, eight, something yeah, like that. A lot. Yeah. And then you feel like you become part of their family, which mm-hmm. is a great television show, but then, yeah, you're like, okay, well she can eat all that and she looks great. And why do mm-hmm. I feel awful and don't look like that right? when eating that food? Yeah. yeah. So it doesn't give you a full real picture of yeah. life. Yeah.
0: And then I was listening to a book, um, on the audible not too long ago and it was, And like they were talking about like, oh, yeah, she was just, you know, grabbed a protein bar and like left like for home or like, you know, Mm -hmm. just grabbed her coffee and didn't eat anything all day or something. It was something like very restricting is like what they are portraying and how she was eating. And Mm -hmm. I was like, ugh, like the impact of what that can create long term Mm -hmm. um, for people. Um, And that's not even something that like people are even realizing that they're doing when they're illustrating right. that in a character. But I think it's just important to see that um, mm-hmm. in 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 the entertainment that we're consuming. Right. Didn't even, lots of puns going lots on, right? Lots of food right? puns. It's yeah, okay. But just the, the things that you're watching on TV and movies and whatnot and how food is represented in those sure. um, movies and whatnot, I think is is really fascinating. And mm-hmm. I think that also can just dictate like how you approach your relationship with food as well.
1: Yeah, uh, absolutely. And not just society too, but even people in your inner circle, family mm-hmm. or friends. Yep. And I mean, I feel like I, when I grew up, there was a lot of women specifically. It was almost like praised when you're like, oh, yeah, I totally forgot to eat lunch. Like, haha, no mm-hmm. big deal. And it was like that's not good. Like when you right. don't eat an entire meal, that's not good for your body. And so I grew up, I did that myself. Like I remember in college and even right out of college, literally it was not, it wasn't intentional, but I remember thinking, Oh, it's no big deal if I miss a meal. Cause I would just right. get so busy, especially in college being a division one student athlete. I mean, like I'd have breakfast at like 5 30 AM. And then before I knew it, it was like 3 PM and I haven't eaten anything, mm-hmm. but I was just going, going, going. And then I would like, all of a sudden I'd be like super hangry. Yeah, and I was like, Oh, that's because I've been very active and haven't eaten in like eight hours. Right. <laughs> um, but then I never did anything to fix that. It wasn't like, I thought, okay, this is not good. I should like meal prep, meal prep a little more or make sure I like can swing by, you know, the food cafeterias and get healthy options or whatever. I just thought, okay, that's just my life. You know, mm-hmm. I might've put like, pre-packaged peanut butter crackers in my backpack like that was the most forward thought I would have at like an 18 year old in college obviously but you know so it's yeah so everything is just so normalized Mm -hmm. that we always talk about but it's not good just because it's normal or common doesn't seem necessarily equal that should be good for you Mentally and physically. Exactly.
0: It makes me think of that one um scene from The Devil Wars Prada. Yes. When Emily Blunt's character is like, I'm not eating anything except when I feel like I'm about to faint, I eat a little cube of cheese. cheese. And, I was like, like- and it's funny. Like, it's a funny comment because right. of what the movie's about and the right. industry and whatnot. But at the same time, it's like, that is such an unhealthy thing to be right. teaching, especially young girls. Like, yeah. I don't know how old I was when that movie came out, but yeah. still, like, yeah. Like, you know, that's just, again, mm-hmm. illustrating that that's okay. And right. And it's not at not all. At,
1: not at all okay. Yeah. Not and so we all. wonder
0: why women struggle. Yeah. Well, and n- not just women, but everyone struggles with mm-hmm. the relationship with food. It's like, well, because what society is putting out there is... Mm-hmm is not a great example of how we should view food as medicine and food as energy
1: and fuel for our bodies. Right. Exactly. And so like with that, some of those um, common mental relationships or emotional relationships that we've seen and we ourselves experienced to some degree was, so like we said, extreme calorie counting Mm -hmm. is just like part of your everyday habit. If you're just obsessed with the calorie, and I mean calorie as in like when you look on the label and it says total calories equal, you're not even mm-hmm. looking at proteins, fibers, carbs, good fats, that stuff. You're just worried about the calorie number. Mm-hmm. Then that's not helpful either because calories don't equal good food. right? Like, like yeah, a, a couple Oreos could be like a hundred calories, but that's not nourishing food to your body. Exactly. And so if you're like, oh, well I stayed under my calorie total for today, but all you ate was Oreos and you know, prepackaged whatever or sugary cereal, but yeah, you only ate twelve hundred calories. Well, that's twelve hundred terrible calories for your body. Exactly. <laughs> so it's almost like calories need to like just go out the window. Yeah, like just don't even focus on that number. Right. You just need to focus on, like, what is the actual food itself, mm-hmm. right? So if it's, you know, like chicken and rice and broccoli okay, well, yeah, don't gorge yourself that you're so overly full, like you can't even like button your pants, you know, kind of a thing, but you need to be satiated. Right. But don't think about the total calories. Think of like, I'm eating good, wholesome foods and not, oh, I stayed under 1200 calories, which by the way is not enough food anyway, um, for a daily allotment of food, right? unless you're like probably like three. (laughs) Right. Um, but yeah, like if you just only focus on that calorie number, then you what you end up doing is a grossly under eating, number mm-hmm. one, which then puts your body in a state of stress, which then, you know, actually leads to weight gain and other medical and, and other potential medical issues. Mm-hmm. But then you're not even focused on the quality of the food. You're exactly. just focused on a number.
0: Exactly. And again, that just creates that restrictive mindset, that yeah. punishment mindset. Mm-hmm. Oh, I went over my calorie amount for the day. Like right. and then then you're just constantly Mm-hmm. like just feeling bad about yourself right. and punishing yourself and be- getting irritated with yourself because you're trying to lose weight or you're trying to feel better or whatever. And you're just never getting there. Cause again, you're just focusing on a number right. and that number doesn't define you. Mm-mm. That doesn't number doesn't say anything about your worth or anything. And it's going to be so detrimental to your well being to just oh, yeah. focus on calorie intake and whatnot. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: Hey, y'all, if you're really enjoying our mini summer series about clean eating, we hope that you check out thegutsytruth.com to get the free Gutsy Guide to Clean Eating. All you have to do is go to thegutsytruth.com and click the link for the Gutsy Guide to Clean Eating. Drop us your email and you'll get the free guide sent right to your inbox. And be sure to save the date
0: for season three of the Gutsy Truth launching on Tuesday, August 1st.
1: So the next thing is, yeah, like Caitlin mentioned, like the restricting food mentality. Mm-hmm. So when, number one, I want to say this too, I just want to eliminate the word diet completely. Yes, please. Like that word's just awful <laughs> in so many ways. I've personally, I, raise your hand if you personally victimized by the word diet. Me. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, you just like, it's such a negative word because the way society now has deemed diets, meaning restriction healthy foods that don't are quote healthy foods that don't taste like anything. You can't have any fun. You can't have any treats, you know, anything of that nature. Mm-hmm. Well, that's just, that's just awful. It's like bad negative juju. Right. right. And so we you just don't like, don't even think of it as dieting. You're fueling your body for positive results, really mm-hmm. positive as far as your health positive as far as like how strong you are, your muscle mass, your mental energy, your mental headspace, your focus, all mm-hmm. that. And then I would almost even say like, I had to flip the script to the weight loss was like the icing on the cake at the end,
0: mm-hmm. you
1: know? So it's more about being physically healthy right? and then strong and mentally strong and having good mental energy. And then, yeah, if I happen, you know, to lose a couple pounds at the end of the day, great but that's not my immediate focus like most people is you know at the beginning right and i'm not saying that's a bad thing because if you need to lose some weight then you need to lose you know you wanting to lose weight that's okay but you can't become so obsessed with that that you're you're flipping the script again then you get back into that calorie restricting and right. the, that restriction lifestyle
0: yeah and part of that too is like this idea of like oh if i just like starve myself if i don't eat then i'm going to lose weight and that is also just a very detrimental yeah. path to get on yeah. um cuz i know like my eating habits were like i'm going to eat some cheese and crackers and some carrots and hummus for lunch and like call that good and not eat a lot like mm-hmm. and just like limit myself um and then but what would happen is like a couple hours later i'd be hungry again mm-hmm. and so then you're just like constantly snacking and eating and that's what kind of going back to what you're saying of like your blood sugar being all, all over, over the place. Yeah, that's that's part of it. Is mm-hmm. because you're not filling yourself with you know protein and um, healthy carbs, healthy carbs and all that kind yeah. of stuff. And so you're just on this roller coaster of mm. like I'm hungry and I'm tired and I'm hungry and I'm tired and yep. then you're upset with yourself for overeating or whatever, right? Um, and as opposed to again seeing food as medicine and fueling your body and whatnot. And so mm. I think that's just. Um, a difficult um, train to kind of get stuck
1: on. Oh, for sure. A hundred percent. And so what Caitlin and I like to help teach people is instead of thinking about, so if you're starting on a health journey mm-hmm. or well, I will call it a wellness journey, right? To really shift your entire lifestyle. You know, if you've been stuck on the roller coaster of the standard American diet and doing nothing but eating fast food and out to eat and awful food and this and that, and you're just yo-yoing all the time. And you were like, okay, it's time to shift. Or you've had a health crisis of some sort come up and you'd have to, right, for the Mm -hmm. betterment of your future. And so we, instead of thinking about restriction and diet in a negative connotation, we say you need to crowd out the bad food. Mm -hmm. So instead of saying, I can never eat, Cookies again, or whatever. I'm just picking a random food here that yeah. most people like eliminate when they start a healthier journey. Instead of saying saying I can never have any sweets again, you say, well, today I'm going to add one serving of fruit and vegetables to my plate, mm-hmm. and that might be like Lily, you're going from zero servings to one, and right. that's great, and that's, that's okay, a win. and that is a huge win. And then you just do it in baby steps. We always talk about baby steps. So say for two weeks. Every day you add one serving of fruit and one serving of vegetables. And that Mm -hmm. could literally be as simple as a handful of strawberries with your breakfast or lunch and a handful of carrots at dinner. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be some extravagant cooked thing or some, you know, weird fruit that nobody eats like jackfruit. That's kind of random and no one really actually knows what to do with it. Um, yeah, it could be that simple. And then after a week or two of that, you add, okay, well, for the next two weeks, I'm gonna have two servings of fruit and two servings of vegetables mm-hmm. every day. And then before you know it, you've built a habit. Right. And you've done it in such small steps that it's not overwhelming. It's not taking out a lot of extra energy from your thoughts. Mm-hmm. And then you look back and six weeks later, it's so common for you to have multiple servings of fruits and vegetables a day and you're body is changing that you don't want those sweets. And all of a sudden you look up and you're like, oh, you know what? That stuff I used to eat all the time actually doesn't sound even good anymore. Like right. It sounds gross. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's definitely possible. And so just having that that shift from saying, I can't eat these things mm-hmm. to look at all these things I'm adding to yeah. my, my meals on mm-hmm. a daily basis. That is such a powerful shift mm-hmm. and it helps change that mindset to negative restricting punishment mindset to a positive fueling your body mindset. Yes. And so I think that's just a really, really great place to start in general.
1: Yeah, exactly. And you know, like here I am looking back on our past two years of our food journeys Mm -hmm. and, you know, say there's some social gathering, right? Whether it's a birthday party or an office lunch or whatever, and it's not the greatest food option. Okay, let's just throw out pizza for some simplicity's sake. Mm-hmm. I don't view that as like, oh man, I can't eat that because I'm not supposed to eat that. I actually view it as like, okay, that makes me not feel very good after I eat it. Right. So I really actually have no desire to even partake in it. And I remember at the beginning of our journeys, especially for us, because we were gluten-free, dairy-free, and we're, we'll deep dive into that at another episode. Yeah. Um, but people are like, well, don't you miss X, Y, and Z? I can't believe you don't eat that anymore. And like, honestly- like I don't miss bread. Like I, like that's a big statement for me to say. I felt (laughs) like I always had bread at some point. Right. Yeah. And yeah, in the early stages of my journey, it was gluten free bread, you know, to make a sandwich or have on, on, you know, the side for whatever. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, like, I just have, I don't even think about it. I don't even seek it out. I mean, Not even like, oh man, I really want a hamburger. I wonder if I can find a gluten-free bun somewhere. No, I just say like, yeah, I'll have the burger, no bun, thanks. Mm -hmm. You know, and like, it's just so common for me because I realize my body feels so much better without those things in it. And that goes back into
0: part of this journey is being in tune with your body. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's so important. And kind of going back to just like how we were living life before, like just focused on our day-to-day task and going from one thing to the next and not thinking about food. I think when you have that mindset, it's really easy to not be in tune with how you're feeling and how your body's reacting to things. Because Mm -hmm. as I transitioned to eating healthier, Mm -hmm. I became more in tune of like, oh, I actually like thinking back, like when I would eat like a bunch of pizza the night before, mm-hmm. like on an, an, an evening and then like wake up and feel like, oh my gosh, I need to go work out. Like yeah. that was part of my mindset. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I ate that last night. I definitely need to work out today. Yeah. Um, as opposed to what was really going on is my body was inflamed because mm-hmm. it was consuming too much like gluten and dairy that was not good for my body. My body right. just wasn't reacting well. Right. And that's why like, I really struggled with like always Like fluctuating a couple pounds here and there on a Mm -hmm. regular basis because I was constantly bloated and I just didn't even realize Realize it at the time. And so that's just part of the process. Um, Like and actually recently, and I like had a piece of cake that had gluten in it, and Mm -hmm. I was very aware of it. But I was also celebrating a a big milestone in my in my husband's career, Mm -hmm. so I was like, whatever, I'm just gonna have a bite or two of cake, not Mm -hmm. the end of the world. And it was great. I celebrated. It was absolutely delicious. But the next day I was like, oh my gosh, I am so bloated. Yeah, And it was a good reminder. Like I was like upset with myself at first, but I was like, no, like we celebrated something yeah. big. Like we made the memory, we made the memory. Like I will mm-hmm. never forget that carrot cake. It was amazing. <laughs> um, but at the same time, like and now I know even more that like gluten mm-hmm. does not go well with right. my body at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. so it was like, it was a good reminder as well. And so, but it's, it, I, I was also like trying to like not be upset with myself right. for celebrating as well. So like, that's also just a reminder that we've come a long way in our health journey, mm-hmm. but it's, it's never ending. Like yeah, it's it's exactly. constantly changing depending on the season of life that yep. you're in and all that too. Um so giving yourself grace through this entire
1: process um is just really, really important. Absolutely. Yes. And yeah, and that just I mean, like that example you just gave, I kept like as you were telling the story, I kept thinking of memories over macros It's like a phrase I see like some Love Instagram that, yeah. people talk about and stuff. And so as Caitlin and I tell you all this and as we go deeper into the other parts of the series, remember like at the end of the day, you can't you cannot obsess over all of this mm-hmm. because if all you do is stress all day long about what you can eat, what you can't, how much, what's this, what's that, what oils might be in something you're just putting your body in an extreme state of stress. And number one, when your body's in stress, it doesn't digest food very well because you're not in your rest and digest state mm-hmm. and you're creating unnecessary stress for you. And we're gonna talk about that in a different episode a little farther down because we've both been there mm-hmm. where you get so concerned about why well, I can't have gluten and does this have this and does it have that. And yes, there's some people like if you're true celiacs or true lactose intolerant or have an extreme allergy, I 100% get that. And yeah. I so feel for you. Luckily, Caitlin and I are just gluten and dairy sensitive. So have, like Caitlin mentioned, she was fully aware that there was gluten in this piece of cake. She had a few bites. Yes, her reaction was bloat and she didn't feel great, but it wasn't like a life-threatening situation. Exactly. And I know some people are dealing with life-threatening situations. And mm-hmm. so we 100% understand what that means. And we feel for you guys completely. Um But if you're just trying to do this for the betterment of your body and you don't have an actual allergy or anything Mm -hmm. to something, you just can't stress over it. Because if you do, you're just, you're never going to see any kind of results for yourself. And all you're going to do is just put yourself in a state of panic 24 seven. And that's not healthy for you either. Exactly.
0: And again, there's a difference between being in tune with your body, but then also like stressing over every little thing and how that's right. going to affect your body. Exactly. Like Those are two different things. And so just being very aware and giving yourself grace and thinking of food positively, like those all tie together. Um, and again, it's a constant journey. It's never mm-hmm. going to be a point that you, a destination that you reach and then you're done. Right. It's it's always going to be changing depending on the season of your life and the food yeah. available that you have and all of that.
1: So yeah, good, good reminders. Yes, exactly. So we hope this was helpful as far as getting your mindset in the right spot or maybe just opening your eyes to things you've never thought of. And so and maybe you've got some work to do on your mindset. Maybe you need to seek some guidance or counseling. There's tons of counselors that help with um, food relationships. And Mm -hmm. so we highly encourage you to do some work on yourself whatever that looks like for you mm-hmm. cuz mindset is the first thing if you yeah. can't get in a good mindset about it it's not going to it's your journey's just going to be an uphill battle for sure yeah exactly yeah um and so we're really excited about this little summer series and to get going in our next episode so stay tuned for more on what's coming down the pipeline
0: Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Gutsy Truth. We are so thankful to have you here with us, and we hope today's episode was helpful and inspiring. Until next time, we encourage you to learn more at thegutsytruth.com, and we'd really appreciate it
1: if you left a review on today's episode on your podcast streaming platform of choice. If you are enjoying the podcast and want to support our mission to empower and inspire people everywhere, we would love for you to consider becoming a Patreon member. By supporting us on Patreon, you are helping us to continue to create valuable content and build a supportive community for listeners like you who are choosing to live a gutsy life. Visit thegutsytruth.com support to learn more. And until next time, that's the gutsy truth.